Okay. Hi everyone! Thank you for joining Not Your Average Netizens. We're back from our Halloween special from last week. Uh, our uh, Halloween Spectacular, we counted down the top 10 uh, most halloween est MVs uh, according to us and uh, some members of Omona they didn't. And um, you can still view that on YouTube at NYN. Um, now you're at uh It's a YouTube account. And these and um, talking about why we think they should be there or shouldn't be there. And it's um, a lot of good fun. So if you're still in the Halloween spirit, um, I would go ahead and check that out. Uh, for today's episode, we got a pretty uh, decent group of people people together. Um, might be some interesting uh, things coming about. We got some interesting personalities here today. Um, so I'll start introducing everyone. Uh, Guru. Hello. Noah. Hi, everybody. Kiara. Hey everyone! Tim? Hey! And Shannon? Hey guys! <laughs> I like how you say that in the most innocent voice possible. You talk okay. about a totally oh, innocent, uh, always perfect woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, today uh, uh, we don't have a main theme, but I do have something that uh, I've been wanting to get off my chest. Uh, to say to Wendy of Red Velvet, um, for those of you who don't remember or were not keeping track of the news, recently um, she went on a radio show called True Colors um, and they asked her to do something having to do about her talent or something like that and she did uh, imitations. Uh, basically. I thought we were going to get into that last. Yeah, we are. I'm just giving. An, I'm just giving a summary. We don't have to to come. I did an, an impression of various uh, people of, of of different colors and and races, and um, did not go over very well. So we'll go to that later. Um, but before we do that, we'll um, uh, talk about some uh, recent developments, uh, news, and the. Korean Entertainment Universe. Tim, I know that you had uh, something in particular that you um, were speaking about a certain artist who's not, I, I don't think it's particularly an idol artist, but has a M new MV that is out. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> um, Ulti, who most people know from Show Me the Money, um, who pretty much went after all of the idols that were on Show Me the Money, being Bobby and B.I., who were both from Icon, even though he picked Team YG, which still doesn't make sense to me. But uh, basically, Ulti may, has a new song out. Um, I want to say it's called, like, Oldville or something. It's some dumb name with his name in it. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, my issue is I like Ulti. I have always liked Ulti. Um, 
but I liked him because he didn't put out the typical like trap music that you get from guys like Doki and The Quiet and the style that Bobby literally made his name with in Show Me the Money. And it's like this dude who made fun of him literally went and was like, okay, how did Bobby win Show Me the Money? I'm going to make that song. So is this like a sellout situation? Yes, or? to me it is, because there's nothing that is typical ulti style at all in the song. And the song's not, I'm not saying the song is bad. It's a good song, it's fun, like, you could listen to it and have a good time. If you've never heard ulti before, by all means, go listen to it and have a great time. That's not ulti. He didn't do anything like that on Show Me The Money. He went and did his normal stuff, and he didn't win. So it feels like he was like, I can't win. I can't beat this kid Bobby that I made fun of on the entire show just to get screen time. So instead, I'm going to be Bobby. Really? Really? And, and like, it's, it's worse because it's not like he, he did an awful job, but he just copied him blatantly. It's blatantly like Alienaire did the beat, and he went to Bobby and was like, how do you, how do you rap? Show, show me how, how you flow so I can copy it and just make a song just like that. And it's, it is the saddest moment because Ulti is so much better than that. So it's not even that I dislike him. It is the fact that he is better than that. He has proven that he's better than that, and then he just went and jacked somebody's style because, well, it's successful. Like, that's all it feels like, and it's like, you're such a sellout. This is what people complained about to you before. You made fun of all these idols after trying to become an idol on Superstar K, and you didn't make it. And then you go on Show Me the Money, and you make fun of idols, and then at the end you say you're just doing it for screen time, and then you jack somebody who you made fun of style completely and make a music video. You, like... You're fake, and that's what bothers me. I'm so tired of this fake fool. He needs to go. So I'm he's done. like SM, but in like rapper form. Yes, he hey. is the rapper of SM. Exactly. <laughs> hey. I like SM, but let's be honest. They're like, dumb. He oh, belongs there. Take that. Is the word we're trying to say. Yeah, what was that? I'm sorry. What we're trying to say is that he wouldn't be out of place in SM. Well, I mean, if you if you <laughs> want to say that he's just jacking people's style, yeah, like it's just it's really sad kidding. because he's so much he's so much better than doing something like that, you know. And it's like, why why waste your time even doing that? Why maybe not make next time he'll get maybe next time he'll get Brave Brothers to do a song for him. I mean, you might as well at this point. Okay. Or maybe he'll work with YG. Who knows? I mean, he hates idols. I mean, so does this does this mean that you're officially not a fan anymore, Tim? Or I mean, are you that disappointed? Or do you feel like he just did what he had to do? Or I feel like like I said, I think that he punked the style because it worked and it beat him. Like literally, he was on that show. He was one of the. The dudes people thought might win. It was between like him, C Jam, and Iron. A lot of people kind of wrote Vosco off just because Vosco didn't really play with the crowd at all. He didn't really have any presence. Um, so it was like him, C Jam, Iron, and Bobby that were really like this. These are the guys who might win. And it's like he lost early on, but Vosco didn't steal Bobby's style. Like C Jam hasn't put anything out, but I doubt he's gonna steal Bobby's style. Like they're. Iron's not going to do it because that's not his style. So you have these guys who, like, they have their lane and they stay in their lane. They know what kind of music they want to make and what kind of music. They have, a like, a real vision of what kind of artist they are. And I'm not saying that you can't go and have fun, but you can't 
like, jack somebody's style so blatantly. And I think he's even, like, crap-talking in some parts. So I'm just like, what's what's wrong with you? Like, I, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I, I want to shake him and be like, dude, stop. Just think about what you're doing and stop. Go sign with brand new music and stop. Just go do your thing. I, I just, it frustrates me when you have an artist that is already good and then their style changes on their own accord. It's one thing when they have no control. Like, um, I'm not going to be mad at, uh, like, Hello Venus for being sexy. That's not their choice, you know. They're, they have a label that runs them. Fine, whatever. But when you are your own artist and you change your style to punk, blatantly punk somebody else, like somebody else's style. But is it so bad if he decides, you know, he wants to be popular, he wants to be part of that idol crowd, so he's just down to go for broke? You know. He doesn't want to be part of that crowd, though. That's what he kept saying. Supposedly he doesn't. That's what bothers me. Supposedly he doesn't want to be part of that crowd. But he can't change his mind and decide maybe he wants to. I mean, he's... He you can't change your mind after, like, crap-talking the way. whole industry. You can't change your mind after crap-talking the whole industry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can't, like, you can, but you, you seem like you a... burn that bridge, that's it. You're gone. Just get out. It's fine. Go live your life. Mm. Okay. Don't sit there and call idol rappers all fake and none of them are good and then decide that you want to break into the idol rap world. No. Just go home then. Just quit. It bothers okay. me. But don't don't do that. Don't it, it's unnecessary to like crap talk anybody and then decide you want to be exactly that. There what gain? is there in doing that. Because you just look fake. And then I can't take you seriously. Zico didn't do it. So why do you have to do it? <laughs> I mean, for me, I would think looking at his, basically what he's done, is that he's just hoping that the, he'll get a new audience that didn't know his previous you know, persona and will latch on to whatever it is that he's doing now and that he'll make money doing that. But that's the thing. He didn't have to change his persona because people that liked him on Show Me the Money liked him for the stuff he did on Show Me the Money, which is not what he did in this song, where he basically punked like the current style and literally rapped like Bobby. But, like that's it. Just what was the song about? What? What was the song about? I don't know. Some gibberish. <laughs> I don't well, care what the song's did, about. Like, it's not it, about what the song's about. It, it is the style. It's his presentation yeah, but, of. The song. It wasn't. He didn't it's rap like, like him Bobby. going from like Kanto right? to Big Bang, right? Is that is that a good analogy? It would be like I'm trying to think of another. It would be like if that chick who made fun of Bomb decided to be a singer and her voice was just like Bomb's. That's what it would be like if she sang <laughs> just like Bomb and sang to the same kind of music that Bomb sang to in her solo. That would be what. Ulti did about Bobby, and it's it the problem. The problem I have with well, it is well, their group it, is pretty close. I guess. A core. But she raps. <laughs> it's kind of different. That's what I'm saying. It's like she would have to completely change what she does, right? Ulti. Yeah. I mean, if if this whole song is like I'm gonna diss Bobby, fine. But why would you do a song that Bobby would do? That. I don't know. It like there's better ways to diss him. Why not diss him by showing that you're a better rapper? Yeah, but well, I mean, it, it's kind of funny if you diss somebody copying their style. Except that it makes it look like you just copied their style instead. Like that's, that's the that's point. Issue. 
that's the point. That's the point, maybe. Like, maybe it's, it's because, like, see, anybody can do this style. And, and this is somebody rapping like them. I think that's hilarious. I guess. I think it like, sounds if, if, like he's being a tryhard, and it doesn't come off as, like, oh, look, maybe, anybody can do this. I haven't heard it. Basically, oh, maybe it's, maybe he's right. lost any true, like, true blue fans like Tim. I mean... In, in the process true, of this. It's just one song. It's not like he's restarted his whole career and, con and constantly rapping like Bobby. Then I would get it. But if it's just for one song to make fun of Bobby, why? That's what I'm saying. But it, it, what I'm saying is it doesn't... I mean, it could be. That could be his plan. But that is the, sh the poorest execution of making fun of somebody by completely yeah. copying them. That is the poorest way to make fun of somebody. Especially in music, especially in hip-hop, where people are already looking at you to be like, oh, you're punking this person's style. Oh, you're trying to be this. He went yeah. from losing on Show Me the Money to this guy to emulating his style, like, literally point for point. That looks, that just, there's no way to me that that looks good. I, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't, heard, I haven't heard the song, but, like, in my mind, that sounds funny, but execution, you're right. Maybe it was really bad execution. Okay, um, speaking of Bobby, we finally found out all seven, that's right, seven members of Team B, of course known as Icon, uh, from YG, um, through the program Mix and Match, um, they basically reformed Team B, and um, from all from all accounts, it looks like they're going to be the more Big Bang-ish of the two groups. But we've got uh, B.I., Bobby, Kim Jin-won, Ku Jun-ho, Chun-woo, um, Sung Young-hyung, and Kim Jung-hook. And they are the seven people that we have so far. I don't... As far as I know, they they. YG isn't adding any more people. <laughs> um, they've got seven people and that's it. God, I hope not. I don't think I, like, that's too much. <laughs> if I can't count you on one hand, I can't stand you. I'm too lazy. <laughs> well, you're already counting these people on two hands. Um, and on the Wikipedia what page... What if it goes beyond two hands? On the Wikipedia I page, I don't know if done. this is how YG has them, but uh, BI is listed as leader... Main rapper, composer, and choreographer. So, <laughs> what? Obviously, yeah, um, yeah uh, he's the one that reminded them of G Dragon, right? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, this, has anybody been watching Mix and Match and uh, has any opinions on Icon or predictions? Uh, I haven't because I figured if I did, just like with the winter program, my favorite would not make it, so I didn't want to jinx them, so I have like been avoiding it like the plague so that they actually debut. <laughs> so once they debut, I will go back and watch it, but I'm like, no, no, I don't trust YG. No, no, no. Good job, Shannon. So good like, job. They're, they're going to debut, and it'll be like seven years down the road, and they'll come out with like their little walkers. Yeah, I Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I am more interested in this group just because I feel like they're going to try and make them the next Big Bang. So I'm interested to see what exactly that they'll do with these. Uh, what about Winner? Wasn't Winner going to be the next Big Bang? 
Winner's not supposed to be the next Big Bang. They're different. They're, they have their the winner's special. But they are like more mac and cheese made with Fontina. They're cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I'm not in with the YG news. <laughs> I'll just stop talking. <laughs> but I feel like winner are more like Big Bang in the sense that the each you can you notice each individual, but in icon oh, I, I just agree with that it's super hard. Well, okay, but let me say my opinion, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. Say your opinion, Noah. Okay. He had his team. I feel like I feel like it's Bi and Bobby and the yeah and the backup dancers. And I feel oh, like gonna do it. and and I feel like like the group who can't sing. Well, they even they got one more bad singer. Like yay, good for them. No. Well, who needs to sing? Singers, <laughs> please. I agree. All I, I heard was the raspberry. I think that was, that was appropriate enough. I mean, um, I don't hate. I don't hate Icon. I mean, I, I like them. I like. I like Bobby, uh, and I, they seem like nice enough guys. But I, I yeah. feel like that what YG is kind of trying to do, and I don't think, like, I don't think it's the exact same thing. But it's similar to it. It's making Icon the 2 p.m. to Winner's 2 a.m. In a sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. I, that's what I'm getting from it. They're totally so you have the to... ugly band and the hot band? <laughs> Essentially. Like the more um, kind of out there uh, family band to the more sensitive uh Creative, quirky, you know, band. Whatever they happen to be for that. Yeah, they're trying to make them into the same category as Akmu or or Lehigh because they don't know how to handle winner, but they know how to handle Icon because Icon is more hip hop, more YG. Right. That's why I said, you know, I feel like they're going to try and mold them into like the next big thing. Um, yeah. As opposed to winner who don't really fit that. So Does that mean we're gonna get like awkward variety? Cause I'm here for that. <laughs> Where they try and be witty and funny, and then they just fall flat on their face, and that's funnier than them trying to be funny. I'm here for that. Yeah, winner. That's winner. Favorite kind because of variety. That's my favorite part of all 2 p.m. is when Jay tried to be funny, and you just sit there and be like, "This is awful," and then he'd look all embarrassed, and I'd be like, "Yes, this is amazing. Please embarrass yourself more." <laughs> Okay, so also, um, we don't want to forget the ladies. Um, we also have another subunit coming out of YG, Hi Suhyun, uh, which is composed of Suhyun from um, Akdong Musician and Lee Hai, who are coming out with a song that's going to debut on uh, November the 11th, I'm Different. Um, their promotional stuff is kind of cute. Uh, Lehigh has cat ears. Sihyun has bunny ears. Um, they're both really talented, so it could go either way, I feel. But, um, yeah, any thoughts on that? I wish I it was just anybody does. other than Lehigh. She's so boring. So <laughs> She's like watching I, paint You like the color on the wall, but it's just I feel like watch. she has an Adele kind of 
boringness, yes, you were correct. <laughs> to her, I, I, I don't mind that because I her voice it just her voice just gives so much like emotion and soul to it. I don't I don't mind. I agree. For me. I can't. She's just like, it's like watching paint dry. I cannot get over that. You don't have to watch it We're like waiting for nuts to dry. I, I get it. I get it. We're waiting for peanuts to dry. <laughs> I can't believe nobody here roasts their own peanuts. Like, um, I feel like I'm sitting in my little corner in the little hitch, a little hut that has like no electricity. Y'all don't roast your own peanuts? <laughs> Guru Kiara, do you have any um, opinions on this new subunit that's coming up? No. <laughs> so, I gotta be honest, cause I. <laughs> so. Cause this, is like a, this is like the weirdest subunit. I've like I, I I'm expecting Park Boom and Lee High, so which is very low. I, 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 Honestly, I, I like out. this better. I feel like that they'll probably complement each other better. They're also really close friends, so it makes perfect sense. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like this will go better a lot better than Lehigh and Park Bomb's whole thing. Uh, disastrous <laughs> song. Oh my Mark. god, that was like cats. It was awful. It was like cats. Yeah, it, I mean, it makes if you think about it in terms of like them as as artists and where the business is for them. Like Akmu's real hot right now. Lehigh was hot when she was doing stuff. She hasn't really gotten to promote recently, but both of them are the popular. Like she's Lehigh is popular, um, and so is uh, Suhan from um, Akmu. And she is the more popular member of Akmu, so you might as well, if you're going to give Lehigh some kind of, like, duo subunit, why not pick her, not only with her friend, who she's close with, but also has an incredibly good singing voice and will be able to keep up with Lehigh and the things that she does. Not that Lehigh is, like, a mind-blowing Lehigh. Was that a shaded bones? But, um... Was that a shaded bomb when you were like, oh, someone was no. able to keep up with her vocally? No, well, not, not even the shaded bomb. Well, I mean, you can't do anything. She has the whole thing was the whole thing with Lehigh. I'm watching Tim. I'm watching you. Horribly done from beginning to end. I mean, it just it had nothing to do with their individual talents. It was just it was just bad. Weird. I wasn't even yeah. considering bomb at all because she has a scandal that is going to prevent her from promoting for like a minute. So I have, like, when I considered the people who could be in the subunit, I didn't even pretend to imagine Bomb in it because there's no way YG's We're not going to see her before 2042. Yeah, we might. And that's fortunate. That's a little soon. They won't have forgotten yet. Yeah. So, it's, like, for me, this is the best combination of people in the subunit. It is the one that I didn't think we would get, though. I thought we would get um, one of the members of the new girl group. Because that would make sense, you know. That's a good way to. I I kept thinking we were gonna get a guy for some reason, but I'm glad it's it's two girls and two of the younger ladies. Well, I was gonna say, isn't Bobby featuring on it? Yeah, Yeah, Bobby's the feature. He's not part of the unit. He's just featuring. Well, yeah, yeah, he's he and he helped with the lyrics apparently too. Him and Master Wu. That's why have a boy if you don't need one. Just. 
There you go. Um, because Bobby is really popular right now. <laughs> so. But, doing, well, wait. Like, I thought Bi was like the next G Dragon, but is it Bi? Bi is the next G Dragon. Bobby is really popular because he won't show me the money. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like okay. his, oh, way, Tim. his songs Tim. were charting. Too many new names. What? Tim. I can't keep up. Yes, sir. Uh, do you think Bobby deserved to win? Um. Money. I haven't watched it. Though. That's why I'm asking you. Um. Well, okay. It depends on what what you feel is a good rap performance. For me, somebody who not only like comes out and performs a good song, but somebody who has like stage presence and really gets the crowd involved and makes you want to be there. Only mm. Bobby did that throughout the whole show. Only Bobby and then B.I.'s one performance where he got kicked off. That was the only time that like nobody else got as live with the crowd as Bobby. So for me on that alone, I would say yeah, like let him win. He fit the style of the coaches he got perfectly. Like, he belongs in Millionaire. So he fit them perfect. They they gave him perfect songs. He grew the entire time he was on the show. Like, he, I definitely think he should have won. Um, but if you want to talk about, like, who was the better lyricist, well, then obviously anybody that's not Bobby should have won. <laughs> it's not okay. that he's bad but he went against Vasco who's incredible um, Ulti is good when he's not trying to be Bobby uh, C-Jam is really good Iron is really good Like it, it was like a murderer's row that he had to go through but he stuck to what he was good at and he did Like it wasn't like he was bad, he was very good as well I just think that those guys are they have more experience. They're very, very prepared to like win a show like that. At the same time, I think it's a testament to how much star power Bobby grew on that show because he blew people out. Like it, it wasn't even a contest at some points. So it's like I don't know. And you know, last year Swings won. Well, Swings was the heavy favorite. This year, Bobby wasn't the favorite until like three performances in, and people were like, he might just run away with this because he's getting crazy buys. So. And he charted on iTunes. He charted on a, uh, on Melon. Like, let him have his victory. I think he. I think he won. Like fair and square. I don't think anybody cheated to make him win. Okay. And so on. Uh, well, I I hope this subunit will be good though. Yeah, I, I have I have hopes for the subunit too. I, I think they're gonna be. I think it's gonna be cute. Um, I'm curious how they're gonna deal with Bobby. I'm interested in his part, but yeah. it could be fun. Because he goes at a hard, like I, I said before, he sounds like DMX at times. From what I've heard, he like yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do with him because he he's just he gets hype. So we'll see. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we've got winner and we've got icon. So um, hopefully Big Bang will feel get some of the pressure off of them and um, run off to the military. <laughs> YZ will talk about how much money they make for him all the time, and they'll be like, well, you've got two new playthings to work with. Um, also, we had uh, some uh, new uh, MVs, some new debuts um, from some familiar old faces, um, such as Hello Venus, which lost... No. Which lost? 
<laughs> we're talking about it, Shannon. No. Uh, which lost some members, but they also gained some members. Um, it's right like saying you cut off a hand, but I got a pinky back. It's okay. <laughs> right before this podcast started, we watched the um, MV for the new song, Sticky Sticky, <sighs> which is a Brave Brothers original. Um, which may surprise some people that liked the Hello Venus of old, of debut, which was more of a fresh kind of, uh, I mean, they were, they were cute, but they weren't like cutesy, you know, kind of debut. Yes, they were, they were yes, perfect, they were. is what they were. They were, they were cutesy, but they weren't like babyish kind of thing. No, I don't know. I thought Would You Like Some Tea was, was a was a huge step forward for them. But this is just kind of, you know, stepping back into, you know, Blandville. I mean, I, you know... Now, don't be nice about it. This is not Blandville. This is, like, <laughs> off, off. Mm, mm. <laughs> I mean, they are using Brave Brothers, and I, you know, I've come to the conclusion... The Brave Brothers must be stopped. The geniuses. I think so. You have to eliminate one person from the industry. Brave Brothers. Brave Brothers. Absolutely. Absolutely. They have ruined so many girl groups because... because the star, Because the star had a surprising... You know, they kind of had a surprise hit with them. And they've been working with them for a while. So everyone went like, oh, Brave Brothers. That's the that's the that's what we need to do, but it's just that it seems like whenever a girl group gets connected to Brave Brothers, they get a subpar song, and that, they kind that of that does really well. So well, it, it, it depends on the group. It depends Brave, on the group. No, it doesn't. Where does Brave Brothers having an image that did Brave Brothers did horribly when they gave their own girl group Brave Brothers songs. Uh, that's because and they have an like image that looks like Brave every other group that's used a Brave Brothers song. But they still and win. They still do well. Like but they don't get Brave Brothers songs. Look where they are now. I I well, I'm actually get the fandom because I feel like Hello Venus is not going to get much play with this. They didn't get um, much play before. I think it's just an issue that people don't care about Hello Venus. Thank you. You know, you know what though? There's a difference between like charting well compared to how they had done before, and actually building a fan base. And you can't build a fan base if your song is exactly the same as the song Sistar has been getting. Sure, you can. Are you kidding me? But like this, like this is the reason I haven't been able to get into lots of girl groups lately because like they put like they put out songs all from the same composers, and it's like. No, that's why international fans don't get into girl groups lately. Like. We're not Thank the, you. the base that they're going for. I'm sorry. Like, I agree that this song is boring, and I also agree that Brave Brothers are really boring, but they make songs that people want to listen to and people jam to and people buy. So why would you not work with the people who make money? It's the same like when in the West, here's a Western example, when everybody worked with Lil Wayne because all he did was like pee money. So you just work with him. All his songs were terrible. But who cares? Calvin Harris. Yeah. I'm not blaming them for doing it. I'm just, I'm just sad that it's happening because I don't like the songs. I don't, like don't want to see it happen to my babies. They're so much better than this. 
I think I just feel like if you have something unique and different about you that appeals to people, and it's not like they were doing horribly, as opposed to just going to what everyone else is doing, because and losing whatever identity you had. Because it's a business where people want to make money. But they I mean, weren't. I can understand why the managers would do it, but it just. But it wasn't like they were like terrible. They had a fan base, and they were charting better and better and better and better with every song. Yeah, I mean, they had for a new good group. They had a surprisingly good fan base. <laughs> but if I you mean, listen they had to pop music and everything. And I was like, who are these people? And they had fan chants. And, I mean, I just feel like it just strips them of... And which is, I think, is a bigger problem with girl groups is, is, is that this desire to reach, you know, girls' generation heights of fame, it they instantly they want it their like individuality. And of any individuality they may have, and, you know, just you know, kind of clamp on to whatever may be popular at the moment, but we don't get a, a, a sense of who they are, who they are as people, but, who they like, are as come a group. On, it's not just girl groups. It's, I was going to say that's girl are exactly the same. Yeah, like, it's all the same. Everybody's it's the coupling. industry. You're complaining about the industry as a whole. <laughs> are you going to tell me boy groups don't, but don't I feel like, the same? I thing? feel like girl groups get, get, get that the worst. Get that worse than guy groups. Like guy definitely, groups, they like they get they get away with that a lot more than girl groups can. It girl groups they do that and it's like it can spell the end of their career. Guy groups, do they they do that? They can they still can become you kiss. Yeah, <laughs> they, can still, <laughs> they can still they can still kind of survive somehow, and and you know kind of survive in the wasteland of of a girl group can sound generic and still have a bigger I mean sure there are a lot more uh, boy groups who are successful like at the highest level but for like a medium like medium level company or lower like having this kind of generic kind of k-pop girl group music is the way to go like they yeah, all that's the truth the fact that the highest charting song for um Hello Venus hit 33 means that they didn't make it. Like, I'm sorry. They didn't make it. So they're trying something new. It's not like you, you guys are acting like this is like they should be different all the time. Why be different if you can win something? Why be different if you can make money? It's they're not. Because they're you're not, not contributing anything. So what? No, it's your job as, as being an artist is to contribute your vision and your style and your country. They're not. The they're an idol group that's community. run by a business. You're, you're acting you're like they're hip-hop artists. Anything that, that I want to see or hear that I feel that's different, that touches me in, in some way, then I don't, then I don't find you... I mean, you might as well be. I mean, you might have that one hit song, but then what? What? What else do you have to offer? Oh, after come that? on, listen. Th think about it. How many fans does SM groups SM groups uh, have? Like, and SM is like basically all. Like, you cannot tell the difference between an EXO song and a Super Junior song. It's like yeah, the same. you can. Sure, you can oh, if you listen to it. Not that much of a difference. No, you can. Oh, man. I can. 
Well, well, good for you. Hello, Venus. Well, getting back to the topic of Hello, Venus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Kiara. This is, you know, calm down, bring it down a bit. Um, but, but my opinion is, I'm, my issue is not the fact that their image has changed, because in a way, it's, to me, that's okay. But I just feel like with Brave Brothers, what they did, they took a song from their garbage can, they flipped through it, and then they was like, okay, we're going to choose this. Like, they chose a song from exactly. the bottom of their barrel. It's literally a song that Bora probably wiped her butt with and said, nah, I don't really want this on a sister album. <laughs> I agree. But, like, even though Brave, their sound may not be for everyone. and their a reject. I mean, it's... <sighs> like, a lot of people have issues with Brave Brothers, and I can see it. I don't really have... I. You know, I have my thoughts about them, too. But, again, I feel like they've created really good... They have created hit songs, and this is not one of them. This is def This is something that I feel like they just shitted for, like, two minutes, and they gave it to Hello, Venus. And I agree. So that's my opinion on this song. They look great, though. I got to say that. They do. They look good. Um, you know, they, they've got the new member, Summer. She fits right in. Whatever with the red hair. She's no usual musical way. I don't like her. <laughs> she needs to go back to the basement. No, I you just know, I guess I just I guess I just have this kind of thing where I wish the girl groups would I mean, I understand why they don't, but I wish they would you know you know, go outside the box a little bit as far as, you know, what what is possible. Like even I mean, even what AOA was doing, which, you know, they, you know, they did, took the Brave Brothers route, and they got their first, like, kind of hit song, and they're doing this cold cat burglar thing, and it's not the most original thing in the world, but it's something. You know, I just, you know, I feel like at least try and make some sort of identity for yourself. I mean, the choreo was, like, straight out of a Sistar video. Like, they didn't even try. <laughs> I, I totally yeah. agree, it's, it's generic, but for me, recently, like, all K-pop is pretty generic. Like, the guy, the male groups do the, like, mixed thriller kind of thing. It is, it is, but you know what? Yeah. I feel like the best the groups are the ones that try to rise above that, to me. Well, which ones? Tell me. Akdong <laughs> Mizu. Besides B1A4. I feel like... Mama I Moo has a, a, a distinct identity. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand that they right. have. I understand that they have. They have managers to to res, to respond to. They have, you know, a whole you know whole group of people that are just you know worried about the money that they have to kind of answer to. But at the same time, you know, at, at the same time, you know, I, I feel like you can still kind of put your individual individuality into it, or if you have the opportunity to, you know. I mean, that's why 2&E1 became such the sen sensation that they became in the beginning, because yeah. everyone was like, oh, my gosh, they're so different from everybody else out there. And that was the basis of their, you know, of their fan base and their popularity. I agree. 
but like it's K-pop. We're not in it to listen to just oh amazing music. We're like we're like the colors, the videos, the no, the I do like the music. Well, yes, not all of us. Some of us do like to hear the you know the good music, and every once in a while, I just see actually see artists <laughs> to kind of come out of the you know, come out of this, the, um, you know, system, um, you know, it's just like with, um, you know, it's just like with uh, Western pop, you know, some, some people can come out of it as actual artists and writing and composing yeah. their own music, and some people don't, and... It's yeah, not the same, though, because there's a lot of people in Korea who never get that opportunity. Like, my, my issue here is I understand what you're saying. And I do mm -hmm. understand that Hello Venus had more of its own image before this song. The problem is that it wasn't working. And mm -hmm. like you can say that they charted better, I guess, but they still were like not successful as far as Korean standards go. And at some point you have to come to realize that you are going to lose money. The minute it comes to something like that, you're going to do whatever it takes to make money. And there's a lot of labels that will not stick it out and give you a real shot. Stellar was okay. completely different, completely unique when they first came out. And you know how many people cared? No one. No mm. one cared about what Stellar was doing to the point where they were losing money. The second that they started doing a sexy image, people paid attention to them in the wrong way. They were upset, but people paid attention. People mm. listened to their song to see what it was that everybody was talking about. But before that, Nobody cared. Nobody okay. cared about Stellar. Okay. On that point, does do any does anybody have an opinion on? And I may be saying their name wrong, and if I am, I apologize. Labum, Labum. Laboom. Oh, the ones that sounds like cats are screeching in their MV. Have you seen their new one where they're like dolls and? Oh, isn't that group that has that song that go where or something like that, like millions? Have you? They they have a new MV where they're like all kind of dolls and they have like this doll concept. Yeah. No, I couldn't, cause like most of them sounded like they could sing, but there was that one girl who tried to pull off like the mom voice, and it literally sounded like nails on a chalkboard, and I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't. Mm -mm. I like girl groups, but mm -mm. Mm -mm. if you can't hit that note, don't try. <laughs> back in your girl like that is nothing. Mm -mm. I like I like their new song um in a kind of casual way and they have a kind of, you know, cutesy um relatable image that um appeals to people. Um I just kind of, I wanted to see if you guys had anything to say about them. I've seen some, you know, uh, some frantic labum, labum, people over the internet and just kind of wanted to see how far that train has gone as far as their popularity. I mean, they're getting popular. Like, they've got plenty of views. I mean, it's, it's a good start for a rookie from a company that nobody knows of. They I moved mean, from the toilet to, like, the waste can, so they're getting somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't mind the last song because, like, it was the cute girl group 
a pink style SMSD early days, but then it was kind of quirky. It was like Girls Day's earlier song. It was like kind of quirky, a little weird, but still like cute and girly. I didn't mm. mind it. And, and, in, and this is the latest song. I mean, it's, it's better than a lot of songs, but at the same time, you can complain with the, about them the same thing you can complain about Ven Hello Venus. It's very generic. Mm. I, mean, I feel like they have a little bit more identity than Hello Venus, though. True. Because of the cutesy thing, you know, I feel like I feel like any girl group with kind of a cutesy image has has kind of at least a partial kind of um, advantage over, you know, because, you know, that's kind of like the not popular thing to do now. So... If you're doing, you know, Ikkyo or you're doing cutesy image, you know. So, basically, if you do the opposite of what's popular, it works for you. Because <laughs> there was a time where cute was really popular and nobody did sexy images. So, yeah. were you in the same boat where so, sexy images worked for you then? So, basically, whatever is whatever is, is opposite of whatever it, everyone else is doing you're basically seen as the exception and you're doing everything that you know is cool and not you know standard hipster k-pop for me it's like i expect a certain like it's not like i like don't mind like hello venus does like sexy like i mean obviously it's definitely something some of the members are more comfortable doing but at the same time it's just like i liked the the cute quirky hello venus and like i get that it's a business and i get that they're trying to make money it's just disappointing like that's not what i signed up for i did not sign up for for a sister rip off boring bull and i know that i'm not their target audience cuz nobody likes lesbians and queer people but at the same time i'm like i don't like <laughs> The happy, like puffy, like cute, like Hello Venus. Just like I like don't like cute secret. I really just not a big fan of like sexy Hello Venus. Like I want sexy secret and I want cute Hello Venus. It's like my cupcake and my cookie. I get to have both. You do you don't make a cupcake cookie. Like that's no. That is not. That's I understand the that oddly. Like I, I I've tried to make a cup cookie out of a cupcake and it, it just it doesn't work. I agree. Like that's that's what a lot of people feel that a lot of like the groups that do adopt concepts that are in or trendy when it doesn't match, it's just painful to watch. Like I'm kind of yeah. scared for when A Pink decides to do a sexy concept because that's gonna be a hot mess. Please no. Well, see, A Pink, I feel like is one of those. If they do one, they're gonna like gracefully slide into it because they. No. They're so, no they're so entrenched. They're so entrenched in the cute, cute thing, and their fans are so devoted to that. If they just like made a 180 degree turnaround and just went, you know, to another, just went on the other side, their fans would like revolt. You have more faith in 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 Cube like than most Catholics have in Jesus. Like bless you. It's not even, for me, it's not even that. It is that A Pink is stuck in this cute image that they've repeated every time. That they, if they turn, it will be a drastic change because any change from their cute image is going to be met with people freaking out. 
people are going to yeah. lose it, and it's going to be awful. They won't change because they won't miss that. It's not going to be awful. It's going to be awful. <laughs> Unless I, I think the only way that they will ever change is if they've had like a junior group on the same label that came out with that kind of image, and then they would be like, okay, we're the senior group, we can kind of move on and do that no, whole thing. I really I doubt it because I mean, they that, that happens, they would just have a unit. last year, and it was like deemed sexy, and people like freaked out. Yeah, no. If they if they ever did anything sexy, it would be a subunit with like three members tops. There, wasn't there There's supposed to be like no an subunit? I don't know. I, I can't remember like, they did um, expectation for that one. Yeah, like, people special. were not happy. That was not good. <laughs> that was not good. That's exactly what we're talking about. And yeah, people were really upset with that. And even then, they didn't go all out in being like they hardly did the dance properly. So. There's no, like, that was the telling moment for me where I was like, there's no way this will ever happen. <laughs> We're, A-Pink is going to be A-Pink at all times, not A, like, kind of sexy red. It's not happening. Well, <laughs> they've got a new song, a new mini album, so whatever, come out. coming out soon about macaroons. This is going to be on stage. <laughs> about macaroons or what, some such thing. And so they've got some uh, promotional pictures and things out. So, um, so help me nothing... God, if any of you say anything bad about Naun, I will come through this computer <laughs> and I will stab you in the eye. I'm not no, saying anything. I'm not <laughs> saying negative anything negative about them. Um, <laughs> all of their promotional material thus far has has not shown that they're going any way away from their old image. Um, so, um, however, I just wanted. Just want to um, make it known. Um, just want to remind people that Mama Moo has been putting steadily putting out um, promotional materials, and they are coming back, and they are going to slay. And yeah. um, and Mama, okay. I'm 100% looking forward to them. They might slay um, the toilet paper. Okay. Okay, Shannon. make me. I can one cook. I can mute your mute. Now she's gonna stab you, Shannon. <laughs> okay. Don't talk about my mama moo. Okay. I had ladies code. Mama moo is is filling that part in my heart where they once were, and they I I just I love them. So I'm excited to see what they do. Whether they disappoint me or they don't. Um, finally, should, uh, you just grazed over the aping thing. <laughs> they haven't really released a whole lot yet. They've just really they released, released a few pictures. What do you mean? <laughs> well, well, okay, they have favorites. some mac. You know, some pictures of macaroons. I mean, yeah, they've pretty much. You know, reveal as much as Mama Moo has. We don't really know anything about the songs much uh, for either group yet. But um, I'm so I'm, you know, I'm you know, looking forward to what it, both of them are going to do. I'm waiting for my 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 point two point It's gonna happen. We've got like Hush and like Hush two point and Hush two point three. So I'm waiting for my my two point <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, thank you. I don't know what anyone is talking about. <laughs> I only, like, I literally 
can understand if Americans. Put like a bunch of pictures, like a like a lineup of A Pink. I'd be like, that one is Unji. I'm out. I don't know anybody else in that group. Thank well, you. yeah, Unji is you. the only one I know because she's the only <laughs> one that can sing. Okay, let's. They're like stupid little idiots who don't know how to do anything, and they're so awkward. It's adorable. They're like <laughs> they're like those pit bull the... puppies that can't quite see, so they bash into walls all the time, and they bash into chairs, and then they fall over and they howl, and then you laugh because it's cute. That's what they I are. watched them on Weekly Idol, I think, and I was still just like, I just know Unji and Bami, who's a gorilla. I don't know oh anybody. Bami's ridiculous. She's got, like, the smoker's voice, and she's always like, hey, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more thing uh, before we go on to the next topic. Um, there's been some, I've seen some, uh, you know, uh, media about roommates, uh, Tim, Kiara, is there anything that you want to talk about as far as roommates? I'm so, so sorry. I, I have not put up your thing yet. I'm sorry. But feel free to keep doing this, the um, radio shows if you want. And I'll just put them up all as like one big like thing because... You guys are so passionate about roommates, and I'm so sorry I have not even gotten. No, that's okay. I mean, we have to do a separate podcast to be honest about roommate because we're so passionate about it and we talk a lot about it that I don't think it'll make this podcast be too long. So I think we're just gonna leave it for like a separate thing. Yeah, but I I want to be able to have it be its own thing, and you guys to have your own roommates listeners and the only thing I know is that they're on episode 6 and and people are still enjoying it so yeah all all I'm going to say about the roommate is seriously if you want to watch a bunch of people who are ridiculously dumb live together the roommate (laughs) is where you need to be because there is so much comedy on that show and it's like the best part is all so much of it feels so unintentional like with the exception of Gukju, who's a comedian, clearly she's out there to be funny. But everybody else is like, the things that they do, the things that Jun Hyung says, like, <laughs> just go watch it. Just go watch it. Sounds, it sounds like it makes me feel like real world on MTV before it got so commercial. Like when yeah, people were actually like acting like people. It's beautiful. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you other than that. It's beautiful and it's wonderful and you should watch it and you should really, yeah. like, there's a few moments where it gets slow, whatever, like in a couple episodes. It's so worth it. Just stick it out, man. It's like an hour I'm and a half I'm just going to say, I'm going to put Kiara and Tim did a wonderful podcast about their love for roommates and I think you guys went over an episode or two and I, I just, I have not had the time to put up yet, but I will put up your roommates. I will put up the FX thing, even though it's way late. I will put up this <laughs> weekend. Say, what are we like the unloved FX stepchild? You know, you can <laughs> and I will put it up this weekend so that anyone that wants to listen to it can listen to it. Um, just because they're um, for F- for FX and for roommates, the dedication and the um, admiration and the, the you know for both of these groups and shows is so major that if you have if you are even slightly interested in FX 
or roommates, you should listen to either of these podcasts, and then and they will be up this week. Um, that's roommates with Tim and Kiara. Um, um, I think we should expect maybe maybe one or two other podcasts from you guys in the future, possibly. Yeah, um, definitely. You guys get together. I don't know about the FX <laughs> I guess it depends on how the group turns out. But if you're a frustrated FX oh. fan... Stab um, you in the heart a little bit longer. If you're a frustrated FX fan, you guys definitely should listen to Anna and Shannon's podcast. I will get you guys up and you on. You call it a podcast. It ended up more like a crazy person's rant that got out of the... <laughs> but I, I, I think for anybody that is a fan of the group... You will, you will be, will feel, you will fall right in step with them. It won't feel like a crazy person's rant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is there anything else that I've, I've, I have not mentioned that we feel like that we need to go over that has happened this week, last week? Well, Taeyeon unfollowed Baekhyun. Oh my god. Yeah, well, actually, she unfollowed all of them, and my favorite quote so far is, SNSD Taeyeon unfollows every member of EXO on Instagram, or more accurately, Tang finally takes out the trash, and I died. Wait, so I am she so even, she even, so she unfollowed the guy that she's dating as well? Yes. But if they broke up, I'm so upset. That actually would, I would cackle a lot. I, I don't know, I just, I don't know. I look at that as like a PR thing. I feel like when people do things like that, that's such a PR thing to get attention. Speaking of, everyone start burning the bacon. Child also unfollowed Lauren. Ooh. Instagram's about to get feisty. Yo, I don't even. I don't know. Jack diddly about EXO, but I saw the comparison pictures of when Luhan was in EXO and how he looks now. Good Lord, have mercy. Feed that child. Is Feed it all. Let's do it. It's like not a I'm gonna. I'm gonna donate. From, um, I'm gonna donate he looks money. like something out of Oliver Twist. Feed them. It's like, he looks he like, like the, what's his name? Jack Oliver from Twist. Um, Christmas, a Nightmare Before Christmas. Like, that's what he looks like. Yeah. Oliver Twist. Rude. Oliver Twist. It's like, can I have some more, sir? You know, it's just like, it's oh bad. my gosh, just please feed them. Feed them. Feed, I'm feed seriously waiting for like children. a hipster reunion between Luan and Chris. I'm waiting for it. Right. So he doesn't look, does he look good or does he look bad? Cause he, looks, he, looks he looks good. alive now. He's like, he, looks he has good. Like, weight in this <laughs> He it looks, looks like really, 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 really good. It. He looks like he's going to have a full, like, like a full life, a full happy life. I was going to say, it looks like he might live past 20 right now, which is exciting. <laughs> I want to see, like see that first meal he had out of us. Oh, my God. <laughs> I bet it was like 12 It's like, oh, my gosh, I get to have carbs. I can have rice and... Bread and oh my goodness! This, this, it's not about rice or carbs. It's about ref. He gets Van Winkle and slept for six weeks. <laughs> he has time to go shit. That's what's happening. He just woke up from a coma, dude. He's like going coma. <laughs> <laughs> SM coma. <laughs> I'm alive. <laughs> like, well, good for him. 
was really bad, and, like, for real, I, at first I was like, oh, whatever, who cares? I'm so glad he is out of there, because he looked awful. Like, yeah. that that was just bad news. That's not that's not a healthy environment. No. Healthy environments, we skipped over the fact that got Seven's coming back. Let Jackson eat a meal, please. Let him get a break. <laughs> Well, I, I, I have a little bit more. I, I, I don't know if it, it's maybe misdirected, but I have a little more faith in GYP than SM. It may be misdirected. I too, but that doesn't alter the fact that Jackson's schedule is ridiculous and that fool needs a nap. <laughs> There's That's an episode true. of The Roommate where he slept for less than an hour, woke up, folded his bedding, and went off to schedule. Like, that, that come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay, so what were we even talking about? We thought um, there was Taeyeon. Okay. Why would you try uh, to stab me in my already open wound? Why? <laughs> what, ha- what happened? Which wound? I didn't know you had a wound. Some salt or some tequila. Wait, Gulderoo, what are your bias- biases again? Because huh? What are your biases again? As in groups? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, EXO, Girls' Generation. Okay. Okay, I feel I bad for you. Sorry. I also like Bantam Boys, but... Because I, I, I knew someone was like an SM stan, but I couldn't remember <laughs> who. I'm the SM stan. Proud. Yeah, okay. Well, this is, no, this is good, though, because... Since you're the SM fan, like, what it after all of this stuff that has happened the past couple of months, like, what is what is your wh- how are you feeling? Like, what is your your feeling toward SM at this moment? Are you alive? <laughs> no. Have you survived? We're going to psychoanalyze you right now. Finding a homicide victim and going, how are you feeling? (laughs) (laughs) Poking a corpse, it's like, hey, hey, are you alive? Are you awake? What group can we break down next that would hurt you the most? She's like, no, let me go to sleep. I don't want this anymore. You like us to destroy Shiny for you because we're ne- we are here for you. <laughs> thank, thank you, thank you very much. How do you feel, Tell us. I just, I just wish the idols I love loved being in SM as much as I love seeing them in SM. Okay. That's my biggest. That's really that's sad so- when you say it that way. That's really sad. <laughs> <laughs> I loved, I loved it as it was, and I and I. I just wish SM actually like listened to them so that they don't hate their lives. Like I liked XO as it was. I liked FX as it was. But uh, it was all for naught. I know. Oh, well I mean you can't can. expect too much of SM when they have groups like the Milk Group and like that is an actual thing that exists. Like that's heartbreaking. For anyone who doesn't know, Milk Group, I don't know what it stands for, but it was basically where the, the idols would go who were in SM and they would talk about their depression and their anxiety as a idols to idol because so, they wouldn't give them psychological help. So that was like their psychological help group. Yeah, I remember that now. And like, oh, he was gone. And I think... Um, what, why, do, why do they call it the Milk Group? Do they drink I, I don't milk know. It's, it's, it's something. It had something in Korean. It stands for do, something. Do they have milky white skin? I don't know. What? No, it's, That's it's, the, <laughs> the thing that Isak did, right? Like she was a part of that. Yeah, I think it's some 
um, the one that looks like a vegetable in um, Super Junior started it. He took. Yes, thank <laughs> you. He looks like. That's fine. I've seen some very pretty. He looks like a. He looks like a bird. I don't. He kind of reminds me of like a carrot. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I don't but, know. Um, he started it, and I know. Um, I know Onyu is a huge member in it. Taeyeon's been in it. Um, she and, like, as well. It, it's just like it's super depressing that something like that has to actually exist in a company because they won't give them help and that's the only way they can survive in this environment. So like as much as I, I like SM groups, it's so hard to like SM groups because I want it to burn. But I don't want the members to burn. <laughs> I, want, I, I don't I don't want I don't want the SM group to burn. Laura, feel free to defend yourself and, and, and your and your groups at any time. But that's YouTube, why we're it's here. Like, it's not about defending the group. That is why we're here. It's, it's not about defending like, the group. Like, everybody I, I wants. That's how it was the meme company. That drew, that drew me into it. But then, you know, not when their people are suing it. <laughs> it's like, so it's like, like I have like this fire, and I can either start the fire and destroy the evil, or I have to die with it. And I, you I know, it's like almost like Hunger Games You feel like, like we. Them trying to erase JYJ from like the history the book, books and, and all of this like crazy stuff. It's like you know, it's like the Hunger Games. If you burn, you burn. We burn, you burn with us. And kind of crazy <laughs> thing. Like, we burn, you still burn. You burn it's more. Like, it's like that homophobic uncle you have. Like you want to like string him out and strangle him every time you have to spend time with him, but at the same time he's family. So you're like, all right, I gotta put up with this shit. Let me give me the earplugs and give me some goddamn. That's, that's, exactly, what that's exactly what it's like. Thank you, Shannon. You're welcome. You're like, I just need alcohol to get through this. It's only for one day. I can do this. <laughs> Irish people. <laughs> I searched the day that I came on Twitter and I saw like Luhan is at like. We had been expecting it, but I actually like delusioned myself into denial that it wouldn't happen. <laughs> oh, so you knew that that was actually going to happen when you started seeing things from like the Chinese fans being like, "Okay, how can we prove that we weren't like like ridiculous assholes because we like rammed Chris for this, but now Luan's leaving." I'm like, "Oh shit! If Chinese Twitter's trying to figure that out, I'm done. It's he's gone. Poof, done." <laughs> I actually, I did math homework to escape from K-pop. Oh sweet Jesus, I pray for your soul. I'm so sorry. Thank you. That's really, that, that, that is awful. I was like, I need, I need to do some homework to get my mind off of Luan. This is an amazing <laughs> world. So Guru, like, what are your feelings toward SM now? Like, do you, have they changed? What are you more like? Are you, oh. are you more suspicious of them or? <laughs> Have they not changed? Okay, I don't, I don't, I can't bring myself to say I want SM to burn down because I like, I like the people there and I generally like the music that SM puts out and I like box Emmys too, you know me, but I just, I just wish they'd get a better management team for one, but I don't, I don't hate it. I just can't bring myself to completely hate it. That's understandable. I mean, you know, if you like their style, you like their way of promoting their like their their whole style of music. It's just I I don't know. This is not their year. 
I've only been in K-pop for two years. It's like you get in and then bam. And bam. I got all of my like other friends into K-pop too, and they all like the same groups that I do, and they're all after me now. They're like, "What did you do to us?" <laughs> Speaking uh, of SM, I don't know if you guys you got like, to talk about this last time, but I'm like super proud of them, and they're my baby, so I have to be like, yes. Did anybody else hear that Shiny got invited to Tokyo Dome to perform? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they cried. So excited! Yes. They made it. Like that's so. Oh my god, like that's so impressive yeah, and important. Yeah, people were like, too busy complaining that they were on the Halloween um, spectacular list for Lucifer. So. <laughs> Maybe. They don't belong there. I'm sorry. <laughs> they don't. They don't. I totally agree with him. Their no. Halloween costumes are good, though. Listen, I'm, so going to, you know what? I'm going to come over there. I'm going to get a needle and thread. I'm going to sew your mouth shut, and I'm going to stab you with it. Nope. Okay. It would have been completely different. Um, yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, congratulations to Shiny. I know. Um, Besides, I who wouldn't be scared of the loser MV? That's the Holy Spirit and the Holy Ghost. Like, no, that's just <laughs> scary. That's for the Catholic MV that I ever watched. Like, who actually, in their right minds, were like, hey, let's show Lucifer to this girl who's never seen Korean pop before? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I do genuinely think they're talented, so, you know, congratulations to them for getting the Tokyo Dome. I'm so That's proud. not something that everyone gets. Um, so, is everyone, uh, feel like they either say any other issues we need to bring up before we go into this next one? Speak now or forever hold your peace. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I agree much. That should be roasted. Okay. <laughs> All right. The stage well, is yours. Um, Go in. <laughs> well, um, unless uh, you haven't been following K-pop entertainment, or uh, you've been living under a rock for a week, um, Wendy uh, from Red Velvet did a radio show called True Colors. Yeah, certainly um, she was <laughs> <laughs> uh, She was there with the, I believe she was there with the other members. Um, and I, I still don't know if this was just like, if they were asking her to do, uh, if she has some sort of like talent or she just decided to do it, um, you know, out of her own, um, out of her own, well, you know, about, you know, tried to do it. Um, but basically what happened is she um, decided to do imitations of a white girl, a black male, and a black female. Um, all of Western uh, origin um, as you would expect. And everyone thought it, it was very funny. Uh, or, you know, that's what you would um, uh, get from listening to or watching the video. And um, there was a lot of, there was some, 
there was discussion, a lot of discussion about it, um, about what she did. Um, I tend to keep my mouth closed on these topics because I, to be honest, I feel like with, especially with topics that have to do with race and and those type of things that I want to feel feel prepared for those type of things and have and have um, uh, a a balanced a, a balanced um, group to kind of discuss it but at the same time I do have my own personal feelings about it and this is my own personal podcast. So, um, you know, if I'm going to have my own podcast, I should be able to, I guess, um, express my own feelings. And so, I have a little bit that I have, you know, and this is, you know, this has been for a while. I've been listening to K-pop since 2008. Um, and it's been quite a ride for me. Um, and it's been quite interesting for me. Um, it is by no means um, an end. Uh, I can, I intend to continue this kind of, um, kind of, excursion into Korean culture and the homogeny of Korean culture um, way into my uh, <laughs> um, into my um, future years um, but um, basically um, I guess if I if we are going to have uh, reads on um, not your average nezen, <laughs> not your average nezens, this would be my read for for Wendy. Um, but it's I I guess it would, but more appropriately would just be me, I guess. Um, expressing my feelings on this, and then afterwards. Um, you know, it, everybody else just kind of chiming in and, you know, can talk about their feelings and their thoughts and their um, personal experiences related to this topic. Um, uh, I will just go on the record and say that my personal uh, thoughts and um, uh Whatever I, I end up saying is does not represent not your average nonsense as a whole. It is just mine is is ashes and um, if you have a problem with it, <laughs> if you have criticism for it, it goes directly to me. It is not um, it does not reflect on everyone else. Uh, this is um, purely for me. Um, so uh, after, so this is this is basically what I, I have to say. Um, <laughs> being a black K-pop fan is hard and it's exhausting. Wendy, you are from 
fucking Toronto. Woo. Toronto. Oh, got real. To be fair, I know you're from a wealthy area where there are a lot of anti-black sentiment in general. Um, you know, even if it's from a multicultural area. But what hurts me, what really hits me to the core of my being is the perpetuation of these stereotypes. And not just black stereotypes, but you went down the line doing a white girl, a black guy. And I know there are going to be people that say race stuff doesn't matter and why do we have to make stuff black or white. But that is exactly what you did. Having Wendy do what she did just reinforces the fact that they view people that are not like them, that don't look like them, as walking caricatures and jokes. And I also noticed that, you know, there's no white male in that lineup. And that is especially telling, considering the inclusion of, you know, your imitation of a black man, then in the word gangsta being involved, and the needless aggression, like, you want to go, you want to go, man. The you know if the shoe was on the other foot, you wouldn't they would be laughing, and you know I it makes me think about when Psy blew up and there were so many essays popping up on the internet about how he was a giant neon Asian stereotype, and people you know rose to his defense, and but you know. Here, on the other side of it, there's nothing. There's nothing. And the fact is that these kind of stereotypes, they have consequences. You know, and I, you know, for those of you, I'd, I'd, for, for those of you that are live in North America and understand it, um, I understand if you don't, and you may not be familiar with it, but... It, it, I can't help but think of Ferguson and how people justified Mike Brown's death um, by trying to link black males to aggression and violence to prove that he somehow deserved to be shot six times in the goddamn head because as a black man, he must have posed a monstrous threat to the policeman with a freaking military weapon. And... I can't believe that there are still people who don't understand the harm of perpetuating this kind of racist discourse. And they have real material consequences. And I'm just sick of everyone equating black males to violence out of ignorance. And in this situation, for shits and giggles. And the fact that the other people in the room, you know, everyone else that was present laughed. You know, shows that none of them got, has, you know, any, 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 any idea of any of this. On, and, and on a personal level, it hurts because this is including, you know, Western media, and this is including Western media, black women are always presented as being sassy and strong and as if we don't have human emotions, like we can't be afraid, we can't be vulnerable. 
So when we're beaten, killed, and raped by police officers, no one seems to even notice. And if they do, no one seems to give a damn. And people act like we complain about these stereotypes for fun and not because they have real life or death consequences. And I feel the need to finally, you know, open my mouth and talk until I'm blue in the face. But the sad bottom line is that people, you know, black people aren't people to them. And in a way, I would expect more from idols raised or you know, people that have lived in, in in racial or ethnically diverse places and, you know, such as Wendy having lived in Toronto and, you know, you would think, you know, they would, even if they, if they personally feel that way, that they would know that kind of, that kind of thing would land you in hot water. And if you don't, if you wouldn't do something like that on the Western radio show, you probably know there's something not right about that type of humor. Um, but just because the show has a target audience doesn't mean that, you know, people outside that target won't see it. You know, every move is recorded and transcribed and translated for everyone to see. And so, you know, it just gives me the feeling that she knew better. And there is no way in hell that she would act like that around black people in her regular normal life. She wouldn't act like that in front of an authority figure or if she wanted to be taken seriously. Um, she thinks people who talk black and act black are jokes. Um, she probably got a thrill from getting away with something that she's not supposed to do and she probably thinks that, you know, why is this wrong? It's not harming anyone. And then never follows that that thought through and looks up why people are hurt and just kind of continues in ignorance with, and, and that's how a lot of people a lot of people do and you know for those of you who think I'm being ignorant to the fact that she imitated other races and sexes the impression of a white girl doesn't perpetuate impactful racial stereotypes it's sexist more than anything else um, it's just kind of self-centered to cry out that white people are oppressed too in discussions of race. White people are oppressed by other white people, so it doesn't belong in a race discussion, in my opinion. Um, the oppression of white minorities is usually related to intersections of nationality, religion, and other and or classism. Um, and they aren't blanketed across all white people in the way that black stereotypes, Asian stereotypes, Latino stereotypes, etc. are for their are for their respective groups, regardless of their nationality, class, gender, religion, etc. Um, as I said, these stereotypes are more about nationality and class and xenophobia. And while Easterns and Europeans face a lot of different forms of oppression. Racism is not one of them. I mean, they still have white privilege. And also, white privilege does not only exist in Western contexts. It's a global phenomenon where whiteness, whiteness is valued above all. And reinforcing a white girl stereotype isn't going to perpetuate a white stereotype that builds a culture of fear around the white race that will lead to many innocent white people being killed at the hands of police. 
and on the other hand, perpetuating false black stereotypes um, that make them out to be sassy or aggressive will. And, you know, I, I, I see where people are confused by being brought up that she's from Canada. And yes, racism exists everywhere. But racism exists as a discussion in North America in a way that it simply just does not in Asia, especially when it comes to racism against black people. So when a native Korean does something like this, the action is no less offensive or wrong. But it's also not very surprising because there's a pretty decent chance that there's never, they've never even met a black person before. Or, or never seen much discussion of racism against black people. And so it's far more surprising when someone from a racially diverse area has the gall to do something like this because they've most likely been pretty consistently exposed to discussions about race and racism, etc. that someone from a homogenous country just simply hasn't been exposed to. And it's not about putting down Asia or hailing the West as some racist free zone. And as someone who's black, as someone who is female, as someone who has listened to and enjoyed K-pop since 2008, I personally feel at a crossroads right now because some of those reasons are not racial, and some of the reasons why I feel the crossroads are not racial, but some of them definitely are. You know, I'm and I'm at the point where I have to just detach myself from what I'm view from what it is that I'm viewing and what I'm listening to, and it's sad, but I have to come to the point where I expect nothing anymore because. You know, they've all messed up. Every single one of them, they just haven't, you know, even the ones that haven't been caught yet, they, they've all probably said or done something. And and it's just, you know, now I have to just enjoy the fantasy that they provide as a consumable commodity and just move on when it's no longer satisfying. And it sucks, but I've just... I've been hurt too many times. And, you know, for example, it's, you know, it's Kai from EXO saying, you know, fuck you, I'm a nigger or whatever. And, or Rain using a black woman as a blow-up doll. Or Sunho um, using a photo of a black child to mock Mir's skin color. Or in from Vix and Hyolin from Sistar constantly getting constantly getting crapped on for their skin color, but then it's Appa didn't mean it, you know. So it leaves this emotional detachment from both the idols and actors, and from both the fandom and as well as the knowledge of it being only a matter of when, but just not, just. Not if, but when they're just going to be involved in a racism scandal. And I, I want to mention the fact that um, uh, Shumi, I think I'm saying his name right, Shumi, um, you know, he says, oh, that's how they are in movies. 
which is more of him seeing it as movie stereotypes and making that distinction. Um, and it seems like he's not laughing like he believes those stereotypes and cosines aids more like the, just just the, um, you know, just the um, how the, it's seen in the media. But he still laughed, and his most active fan base is the one run by international fans, you know, you know, helping white and black people connect with him. And you get to the point where it's, if these people don't think international fans are valuable at all, I don't want to be doubting and negative, but sometimes you have to wonder, and eventually you will come to accept that your favorite idol or your bias, you know, maybe, may not, probably may not care about you as a foreigner and as their fan. And I want to say that, you know, I want to just make sure that I say that it's possible to still stand for someone who's problematic. I mean, you can, you can do whatever you want to do. I just feel like you just don't. Don't make excuses for them when they screw up or they do stupid shit and they don't try to bury it because it's unpleasant. Um, you know, because you know what's unpleasant is that K-pop considers black people to be a little more than comedy fodder. Comedy fodder and or source material. And or source material. And that's why it makes me question why I like it sometimes. And I made that previous statement because if you decide to remain a fan for whatever your personal reason is, you have to accept that the vast, vast, vast majority of them probably have discriminatory attitudes and there's more, there's just, there's going to be more ignorance than we're used to you know, not exempting Westerners or others in the world who aren't prejudice-free either, because there's plenty of that to go around, unfortunately. And I guess the only thing you can do is just continue to continue to call them out and understand that some people are going to reach their breaking point and choose to leave a fandom or the entire K-pop genre. And I wish there were more established channels where international fans could communicate, you know, their outrage over things like this, and you know, and, and they would actually be able to reach the companies or the media producers, or that they would even care. Um, and for me, the thing that is most tragic is that. Even when dealing with all of the above, whenever international fans go in on an idol's English skills or whenever an idol group gets mainstream international attention and, you know, people chime in with racist and xenophobic jokes, um, whenever Variety MCs and other people take digs at people for being dark and everything Black fans, including myself, we always we always stand up for them because we know how it feels. And I 
you know, I personally, I stand up for them because I know, because of the hope that someday, you know, someday something in their minds will click and they'll finally make that connection and they'll be able to, to, to understand and stand up for us. And I think, you know, that that's kind of the, kind of the core of it. Um, I, I pretty much said <laughs> what I wanted to say. Um, everyone else, um, if you have anything else to say about the Wendy incident, go ahead. Like I said, it doesn't represent not your average netizens as a whole. But just, just us personally. I just want to give you a hug, Ash. <laughs> I just want to give you a big hug. <laughs> I feel like we need to have like a big group hug and be like, screw K-pop, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad for you. I'm glad that you were able to get all that off your chest. And you should, your I, per oh, I mean, I, it's just, I feel like it's something... That, Everybody that isn't, especially anyone that isn't Asian, especially or anyone that's black, you know, you, you feel like whenever you listen to or whenever you get involved in someone else's culture, you just, you feel like there's always just, I don't know, there's always going to be a person that's like, why are you, why are you interested in it, you know? Um... Yeah. It it's just What were you saying now before? Who? You were saying something? Yeah, me. Um I I totally agree as a as a black male, I totally understand uh Ash. I feel it's not just black people as well. It's just, it's if you're like Southeast Asian, if you're from they make fun of Thai people, they make fun uh, of people from Singapore, and like as long as you're not East East Asian, like if you're not from Japan, China, they tend to make fun of uh, characterize those kind of people and like oh like they say oh you're so dark you're so black they don't just mean like oh they don't like black people they like they they're like dissing like like most of their international fandom. In, in Asia, like we all know how many fans like. For, I'm not I'm not pointing out Super Junior or anyone. I'm just saying like Super Junior has a huge fan base in the Philippines, in the in Thailand, and so does SNSD, and so does a lot of other groups. and And it's just frust it's frustrating. But as a black person in general, not just uh, not just when I've been or lived in Asia. But as well as here in little Sweden, like racism is such a, it's everywhere, it's daily. It's like for for other people or for, it's not, it's like occasionally you hear on the news, you see it on TV, but every day, like whether it's K-pop, whether it's here in the Western world, we we hear some kind of negative attitude or words or a negative, just a negative message towards us, and that we have to deal with on a con on a daily basis. And yeah, and that me personally, 
I just, I don't care anymore. I don't, you, before, I, before I used to be so upset, so mad, so hurt, so, like, I totally give up on this world. I'm like, fuck it, I can't deal with this. But I come to a point where I realize, like, I cannot hold, I cannot let anybody, especially some ignorant kids in Korea, like, who are 17, 16 years old, and probably, they probably said, said a lot of their, a lot of those stuff because they're ignorant, but they, they know better. Even if you say in something ignorant, if you even, even if you're making fun of somebody, you you know you're making fun of them. Even even if you don't realize how bad it is. So so like I totally understand you, Ash. Uh, I co-sign what you just said, all of it. And the only thing I can say is don't let somebody else hold that power over you to make you feel good or bad, especially somebody who's that far away and you don't even really know. Now, I think that's pretty much what I have to say about it. Anyone else? Yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much, um, I pretty much co-sign. Um, like, it, it's... The thing that bothers me is there's just such a level of like ignorance that that comes yeah. with watching K-pop, like it almost encourages you yourself as the watcher to make yourself ignorant to issues to enjoy what's going on, and it sucks. Like I mean, I'm I'm no warrior for um like I'm no like warrior for racism or anything. Um, it's not that I refuse to acknowledge that it exists. I clearly don't. Um, I know that it exists. I know that it's a problem, and I completely agree. Um, it's just not a battle that I fight. Um, if I see it, obviously, I will do something about it. I will try to do something about it. But I've been burned so many times with so many people because I'm half black. So apparently I can't co-sign. And that's, like, that's a whole nother issue. Um, but it sucks. Like it, it's really hard to to try and desensitize yourself from what is going on with the people that you like. And I think it probably was easier when artists' whole life weren't like recorded and tracked, and you didn't have so many places to just spout ignorant things because that's part of the issue. We got all these guys with Instagram and Twitter, and they're stupid and they don't belong there. So. And I don't know, like, I always go into a group and I'm so pumped, but at the same time I'm like, I'm waiting for that mess up. <laughs> like, what are you going to do to get me out of your fandom? And, I mean, it sucks. Like, um, I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't... It sucks. I'm glad that you got it off your chest, and I feel bad for you because I know that it sucks to be a fan. Especially in this industry where ignorance is so so common and like them just saying racist things out of ignorance is so common um, I, I, I don't know it, it sucks I'm, I'm glad that you got it off your chest and I really um, I really hope that people listen to this because you made a lot of good points and everything that you said was very solid um, so I mean I hope people take something away from it you know like this is an issue, this is a problem, and it's not just a local problem, it's not just a bunch of international fans who are mad, like, this is a real problem. 
and people need to acknowledge that it's a problem and do something about it. I don't know what you do about it, but I mean, gotta do something. Mm. Anyone else? Shannon? No, I think you guys all covered it. I mean, I totally agree with you, Ash. I mean, it's it's not it's just it's just such a hot mess and I think I think it was French scholar, I think, in Omona who commented on it and she put it just so perfectly. Like these stereotypes they lead to like real life consequences, like especially like her her character of black men being like unnecessarily aggressive. Like why do you think that people automatically assume every black man is aggressive. It's these stereotypes, and these stereotypes get people killed. They're not just like shits and giggles. Like They have real-life consequences. And the fact that that it's it's just mind-boggling, because I mean, you'll see things like when Rihanna like pulled her eyes back and said, I think she had like pink eyes or something, like Korea flipped out, and they deserve to, because that was like really, really gross. But at the same time, how can they see that that's not acceptable, and then go around and perpetrate stereotypes of other people, and then people will be like, oh, they just don't know any better. They do know better. It's just, it's much easier to pretend that they, they're doing it out of ignorance, or it's much easier to just, you know, see something as one thing when it affects you, and then ignore it for everybody else. So... I pretty much agree with everything that's been said, uh, especially what you talked about, Ash. Um, and I just feel like I think we're all here. We're all you've all been K-pop fans for a good while, so we're out of that bubble that a lot of K um, you know new newer K-pop fans are still in, or at least they're trying to grasp that bubble to make sure it doesn't pop. So because of that, when these things happen. Unlike us, when we, because when we see these things, we get a reaction from it. But they, some of these fans' re reaction right away is to defend their idols. When, and because of that, they rather they rather just ignore what they're seeing. And I think that's also a bit dangerous as well because you got to realize this is not okay. What she said was what she said and did was not okay. And I understand if you stand Wendy and you love her that's your business but you need to also realize what she did was wrong and you can't just go on all these like internet all these sites and just trying to defend her and call and just trying to discredit everyone who's trying to be like it's not that was trying to say that what she did was wrong and be like no no she's queen wendy blah 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 like that's just not okay you you kind of need to open your bubble up a bit you got to realize that you know k-pop it's not all, you know, hearts and rainbows and a unicorn. It's it's deeper than that. There's, there's a single some, unicorn, though. Yeah. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's just way more going on, and you need to not just, you know, put the your take off your rose-colored, you know, glasses off for a bit, because it's just not okay. Meet now or forever. Hold your peace. Nope. I think we're done for the week. <laughs>
<laughs> I think so. Okay. Yeah, okay. me too. Okay, so um, pretty um, intense conversation. Yeah, it was very um, fun. Intense. Uh, yeah. All thanks to Wendy of Red Velvet. Um, also, I'm your favorite. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to call him Red Herring from now on, period. Red Herring. Um, and um, also, um, look out for um, the... Uh, we may have mentioned some of them. Uh, Hi, Sithian. Um, well, YG, they're having... A project come out soon, and uh, as well, Mama Moo, uh, Laboom is already Lab Laboom. Epic, epic. <laughs> Zico, Zico. No. Oh Lord. No, no. Go back to the base for another week. <laughs> That's for another podcast. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. Mm-mm. Oh, we almost, I, I guess, uh, Wulim is releasing their, finally releasing their girl group, um, Lovely. Oh, that's right. The girl group that we've been promised for like three and a half years and we've seen hide nor hair of them. Yawn. Well, they're finally coming out. <laughs> yeah, every other girl's group is going to come out before the new secret group comes out because they've only like released every single member at this point, but they still haven't debuted. Listen, CS wants you to name one of their girl groups. They're, like, nowhere near ready, okay? <laughs> Somebody has to debut so that poor, like, BAP can get a break, because otherwise they ain't sleeping. <laughs> and YG's girl group, of course, whenever they, they, whenever they debut. Ildjian Squad. Woo! Justice for the Ildjian Squad. Yeah, that's going to happen in, like, 2022. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can find us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash notyouraveragenetizens. You can also reach us, reach out to us on Twitter at uh, NYA Netizens. Uh, we're also on Tumblr, notyouraveragenetizens.tumblr.com. Our, po- our podcast can be listened to on SoundCloud at uh, soundcloud.com slash notyouraveragenetizens. And we are also on iTunes. If you search for Not Your Average Netizens, you will find us. Uh, please rate, subscribe, all of that good stuff because it works well for us. Um, more people will come and listen to us if we are uh, if we have more subscriptions and ratings and all those things like that. Uh, you can email us at I believe it's Not Your Average Netizens at gmail.com, but I could be wrong. That one I don't know. Uh, but if you email us, if you reach out to us on Twitter. Um, we will respond to you. Somebody will respond to you. If you reach out to us on Tumblr, somebody will probably respond to you, but you need to reach out to us so we can communicate with you. I'll try not to be too awful. I'm sorry. (laughs) She'll probably link you some, like, girl group picture. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Um, Or a picture of a vegetable if you talk to me about a boy group. It'll be some kind of vegetable. Yeah, there you go. So, um, so yeah, I, I mean, uh, we did get the complaint before that we, we don't speak to our community enough, and some of us are here to just talk to ourselves. Um, I don't think that's really true. Uh, so reach out to us. 
because we can't reach back out if you don't reach out to us first. We are reaching out. This is our, our talking here. This is us reaching out. So you need to you need to grab our hand and talk to us and open a line of communication. We'll talk to you. Somebody will talk to you. I promise. If you tweet at me um, and you don't like the things that I say, you can tweet at me at, at Papa Murdy. I will respond to you unless you're full of gibberish, and then I won't. It's my personal Twitter, so I can do what I want. But I'll try to talk to you. <laughs> um, otherwise, I gotta I gotta get out of here. So um, yeah, sure. It's been fun. And I hope that everybody enjoyed the show. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed filming it or recording it, I guess. Um, and I'll see you guys later. Let's do that. Take care. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Adios.